You are listening to Freedom Wrangler's main focus. We are going to talk about something amazing in the Word of God today. We can't wait to share our hearts with you. So why don't you sit back, saddle up, and help us wrangle in the freedom of knowing Jesus. Jamie! Jamie! What it is, girl! (laughs) It's been like three weeks since we recorded. Yeah, but we got to see each other in Florida. That was the best. It was so great. We had a good time for the fourth for our 1776 celebration. Now, I know John probably didn't appreciate (laughs) it too much, but I know, you know, he put his British roots aside and decided to join in the celebration. He was like, all right, I'll make some ribs. I got this, which totally tantalized you. You're like senses. You were smelling them and you don't eat pork or beef and you're like, no, I don't what is this business? And, um, you did succumb to one rib. I did just one, just mm-hmm. one. And I, I will say that to all my vegetarian listeners out there. I did. I confess I had one rib, but you, I, I, I promise you this. If you were staying at Chana's house and you saw what her husband was enduring to <laughs> get those ribs ready, to put on that grill and then you're outside sitting by the poolside by your best friend okay chanda and i'm sitting there (laughs) hanging out with her and i'm smelling this food Mm -hmm. coming through my nostrils and Mm -hmm. i'm just like i kept saying i'm not going to eat that no i will eat it no i'm not going to eat that. i will and i promise you you guys would have been tempted as well mm-hmm. I, I promise you you would have you would have because it once he laid those rack of ribs on the table I was like I don't know and I looked at my husband I think my husband was getting jealous because because <laughs> you won't eat that kind of meat around him <laughs> I know <laughs> he was just like because when I picked it up and I was taking a video uh-huh. I could sense that he was like all right this is getting a little too out of it we all eat ribs and I'm like but I don't <laughs> and you did you just had the one and you didn't um you didn't have any repercussions in your tummy you were okay and nobody forced her we left that up to her we said if you want one there's one free will yes if you don't want it it's okay but I will agree with you when he was smoking those bad boys the smell was killer you would just start drooling and you're like I I need just to taste a little bit um and it was worth it but we had a great time having y'all here it was a great celebration on the fourth and you know we got to worship together that sunday oh it was wonderful it's just so good got the this the presence of the holy spirit is just so sweet and it was so prevalent through our time together yes and um, it wasn't just at church um but it was in other moments conversations and just different things. And so I'm just so glad y'all got to come down and spend some time with us and explore St. Augustine, which became your favorite. Oh yeah. Our good pirates, you guys. (laughs) I never, I learned so much about pirates and I know about pirates of the Caribbean and all that stuff, but you guys, you go to St. Augustine, you actually see the relics, like Mm -hmm. treasure troves and actual relics. You guys, it's a museum. I mean, and they also do have the actual art, you know, the the, the props from Pirates of the Caribbean. Anyway, they do. They do. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Uriah just loved that. And, uh, but yeah, I, I totally highly recommend it. The fort was just mm-hmm. amazing. Like 
I want to say awesome, but nothing is I, that kind of takes away how awesome, mm-hmm. you know, it is, but it was just so amazing. I recommend it. Maybe not on the hottest day of the no. year because no. it can be pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you're, you know, not accustomed to the heat and all that, you probably wouldn't like it. I would suggest in the fall, but it was, it was wonderful. I enjoyed it. It was it, wonderful. I, hi- I highly recommend it. Yay. I'm so glad you liked it because it is one of my favorite cities. Um, I've loved it since I was a little girl and, uh, it's the oldest city in the United States. Okay. Yes. Just, just to let everybody that, know that. Yeah. Okay. It's Saint so Augustine. cool. Florida's got it going on. Yes, and, it does. And all those cool um, churches. Oh my yes, gosh. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. There's just so much history there that you can't consume it in one day, no, but, um, I'm, I'm so glad you loved it. My other little favorite is Savannah. And I told you about that now, Yes. you know, maybe yeah. one day we'll take a little girl's trip or something and, and hit up yeah. Savannah. That would be some fun, but, that um, Oh, well, God is good. And, you know, we're going to just do the segment, our main focus today, guys. Uh, Jamie and I have really been feeling um, that our eyes need to be focused on the Lord. And it's not that our eyes haven't been focused on him, but we're just really being drawn to a more precise um, very laser-like focus on the things of God, on what he's doing, as opposed to what is the world doing? What is our government doing and that kind of stuff? So we're kind of putting that stuff aside, although I know there've been a few crazy faux pas that have happened in the past couple of days, you know, um, that that's not where our hope lies. Mm -hmm. And that's not where our focus is at. And so we hope that you guys will enjoy this as much as you do what's happening. And and we'll get back to doing that. Uh, Maybe not every week, but we will be bringing that back in again. But um, we've both had a lovely time of just, I think, resting, recuperating, Mm -hmm. spending time with family. Um, But I do want to tap in just briefly to the segments we did, um, I guess it's been about a month now where we were talking about our bodies. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And so one of the things that we discussed was how our hormones can affect our bodies, can affect our weight loss and our progress. So, um, in lieu of that conversation, I had a couple of things that I was kind of digging into within my own health. Um, I've had hair loss and I've struggled to lose weight, no matter how strict my diet was, no matter how hard I worked out, I was just like really struggling. And um, also like some joint pain and I have Mm -hmm. a bulging disc in my back. So there's just like all these things that like kind of came at once. And so I started to pursue traditional medicine. And I went to a hormone specialist because I thought, you know what, maybe my hormones are out of whack and that's what's going on. And, um, I went they did lab work. And I went back two weeks later to find out that I have something called metabolic syndrome. Mm -hmm. All of my regular hormones, estrogen, progesterone, all these things, they're good. Testosterone, all, all this stuff. Um, I don't have, um, a, I don't have a, um, what is the word? Why am I drawing a total blank? I thought that I actually could have had a, a type of, um, basically, uh, why am I drawing a total? Like a thyroid issue? Yeah. Or- I thought I could be thyroid or, um, yeah. the other one is that we're immune, immune deficiency. Immune, That's immune the word. deficiency. Lord. Yeah. So I thought that it was autoimmune. Yeah. And, um, and so anyhow, 
long story short, it's not any of that. All those lab works came out great. It's my liver is overproducing insulin. Well, insulin's a hormone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that, but it is a hormone and the insulin is being overproduced. And what's happening is that my um, intestines cannot absorb the amount of insulin that's being produced. And so my body says, well, it's not getting absorbed. I need to produce more and it keeps producing it and it overproduces the insulin. Um, they wanted to put me on something called metformin. And that is to actually help with that insulin resistance where your body's resisting the insulin, because when your body becomes insulin resistance, it leads you towards diabetes. And uh, so I said, okay, go ahead and give me that prescription. I left there and I went to my dermatologist who was working on something else for me within my hair. And um, so she'd received those results from my doctor as well. And Mm -hmm. she told me that I had rosacea, which is um, where your cheeks almost looks like you have little blood vessels on your cheeks. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're very pink, very red, uh, very surface orientated. They'd done a biopsy of my scalp and it turned out that I have a type of alopecia. um, And it turned out that I have the rosacea. And guess what? Every doctor said it's all due to inflammation. Inflammation. So, so inflammation, inflammation, inflammation. Yes. Overproduction so, of insulin. Yes. So the, so the dermatologist is like, I'm going to give you this for inflammation. She goes, I'm going to give you this cream for your cheeks. I'm going to give you this cream for your hair. I'm going to give you this liquid cream steroid for your hair as well. And then I'm going to give you an antibiotic to take for three months, three months on an antibiotic. Oh, Mm-mm. I walked out of there feeling completely daunted. It seems like all surface stuff, you know? Yes. Yes. So, um, I did some research this week and I'm so grateful for Dr. Axe. If you guys. <laughs> yes, girl. I love Dr. Axe. Me you too. got the right doctor, girl. <laughs> exactly. If you guys I don't know who Dr. Axe is, look him up. He yes. is on Instagram. He has yes. the most amazing website. Love this guy full of information. And I was like, natural stuff. I go to, he's a chiropractor, but he's also a Christian and he really takes things from a very different perspective. And, um, the metformin, this, this medication, man, it'll give you the side effects. Oh, the side effects are horrible. It is, you know, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't want to have an upset stomach all the time. That's not what I want. So it can raise your internal body temperature, all kinds of crazy stuff. So long story short, after researching a whole lot of stuff, I decided to ditch metformin. I'm not taking the antibiotics. Um, I am using the cream because I did notice a difference with the cream on my cheeks here, um, drastic difference. Um, and I am taking salon cinnamon, saffron, and turmeric curcumin with bioparin. Mm-hmm. Those three, if you want to call them spices, because that's really mm-hmm. what they are, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. use them in cooking. Those three spices all deal with inflammation. Yeah. And I have changed my eating to a Mediterranean, more Mediterranean oh, yeah. eating. That's the type so, of style I like to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Fish me too. Mm-hmm. rice. Yeah. And it's very, I think, um, first and foremost, the Mediterranean style eating a lot of people get kind of confused and they think it's like just Greek or, or whatever, but the Mediterranean flows from Spain through Greece, 
Italy, that's the Mediterranean. It's that area along the coast throughout Europe. And the way that they eat is everything is very, it's whole foods. It's very fresh, it's mm-hmm. a lot of vegetables. Protein mm-hmm. is minimal. They don't really eat red meat, but maybe once or twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and they eat, you know, a lot of fruits again, pasta and things like that. They're not heavily, like they don't eat a lot of those things, breads, pastas and stuff tend to maybe eat more like quinoa, barley, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then apple cider vinegar is a great anti-inflammatory. So I started mm-hmm. taking all these things on Monday. Um, I feel really good walking mm-hmm. 30 minutes a day because I know that that's key exercise. And I'm just anxious to share the results later on with everybody as to where my health journey ends up. But what I do know is that there are alternatives to these chemically made, chemically man-made medications yeah. that are out there, you know? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're doing the right thing by, uh, you know, with every prescription, there's going to be a side effect mm-hmm. and um, they're just really quick fixes, a lot of them, and they do, they'll work, they'll take away the symptoms of what you're dealing with, but then there's going to be side effects, like you were saying, you know, stomach issues and stuff like that. And so, you know, you got to weigh the, the consequences with what you're doing. And if there are natural ways to do it, which I tend to go more natural, I tend mm-hmm. to stay more Dr. Axe, more exercise, try to limit myself from prescriptions Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I try to go more natural and turmeric and black pepper, um, uh, cause turmeric and black pepper, the black pepper, um, uh, it, uh, intensifies the turmeric. So when you were It'll saying lizard, that, yeah, the bioparin, yeah. um, it's, yeah. it's actually the oil of black pepper and mm-hmm. it allows your body to absorb, absorb it because your body can't naturally absorb that turmeric without mm-hmm. that byproduct of pepper basically. That's yeah. right. And I think that's so interesting that you ended up getting a blood test where, which I recommend anybody to do that type absolutely, of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And where could you get a blood test like that? To get one that dives that deep hormonally, you really need to go to a hormone specialist doctor because I had my labs done early in the year with my regular doctor. They didn't dig that deep. My insulin level didn't show, it didn't show it because they're not looking at the, this portion of the blood in the liver. So when I went to them, they were the ones that were able to identify this. And I'm grateful that they were able to identify it like completely um, well worth going there. What I would say is though, I, I hoped maybe for more of an alternative medicine and that's not what I was offered. And you have to make those decisions. Here's the thing. Um, medications are great. And sometimes there's just no way around taking a medication. You might just have to do that. However, medications don't heal the body. They just mask the symptoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I have made a decision and a determination that I want to heal my body from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been given one body. I got to take care of it. And if it is as simple as taking this, it has to be salon cinnamon, it's C-E-Y-L-O-N, salon cinnamon has to be that type. Don't just buy average cinnamon. That one's really important in a capsule um, to take cinnamon, to take saffron and to take the turmeric curcumin with bioparin. If it's that simple, along Mm -hmm. with exercise and diet, why wouldn't you want to heal your body? 
Why would you want to pump chemicals into it? That's just my thought process. Right. And so for you, was it, did they find out if it was a genetic or is it just something, a Mm. reaction maybe to the types of foods you're eating? So it is genetic. Yeah. Metabolic syndrome is genetic. My dad was diagnosed late. I mean, my dad's 74 late in life with diabetes type two. So, um, however, he also uses salon cinnamon to help control his blood sugar. Um, and he, he works to control it through diet. My dad is not an obese man by any means for his age. Um, but it is, it's a hereditary thing, but knowing now that it's hereditary, I can nip it in the butt. So when I'm his age, I don't need to deal with diabetes. So that would be a good clue for people, right. Who have parents that have diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a clue to them that Mm -hmm. they could possibly have this metabolic, Mm -hmm. uh, genetic issue. Um, and they should definitely consider these medications that you're talking about. If they're, if they can't find a way to lose the weight, yes, then this would be a a good alternative for them. Like I know for my dad, he was, he ended up becoming type two diabetes. And a lot of that was, um, having to do with chemical it wasn't genetic it was a chemical reaction from Mm. uh, agent orange from vietnam so it it affected his um Mm. affected his liver if Mm. you will Mm -hmm. and uh because you have uh too much uh issues with your liver where you're over processing you know pesticides and all that kind of stuff your body Mm. just is going to go crazy and it's not going to be able to it's not going to be able to metabolize food that's it. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so even if people are alcoholics and, and your liver is so important, it's the filtration for our bodies is yes. everything passes through it. And so at the end of the day, you know, yes, for me, it's genetic. Some people yeah. it's not, but for right. me, it is a genetic thing. However, there are foods that are inflammatory foods and we have to watch those things. So sugar is a big inflammatory. Yes, yes it is. And, and it's not, it, sugar. oh, it's just, it's really got to be cut down out of your diet if possible in any way. Um, I'm not a sweet eater, but um, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to cut that out of my diet um, together. That's what I really have done. I, I don't cook with sugar. I don't, to be honest, I don't bake a lot. Um, the other thing is, is our food super processed in America. Yes, it is. Wheat is over processed for bread. Gluten is another inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the, all those processed foods, corn. I hate to tell you guys this corn starch, corn, huge inflammatory, huge guys. And then again, if you are a meat eater, you really need to look at buying grass fed, no mm-hmm. antibiotic meats and wild caught fish, because if you're not, you're going to be adding stuff to your body that you just don't want to add, but there's so many anti-inflammatory foods. There are good foods that you can eat that are anti-inflammatory. So, um, if you are hearing and if you're hearing in that, you have inflammation, listen, most diseases, most sicknesses are tied to inflammation, heart disease, you know, um, diabetes, fibromyalgia. I mean, I could keep going and going. They're all arthritis. Yeah. (laughs) Um, even down to Alzheimer's and dementia is. Yes, that's the truth. So 
if you know it, like, I mean, I feel like G.I. Joe knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> I have the knowledge. <laughs> now I put it into play. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, listen, the Bible says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. This girl has the knowledge and she's going to use it. And I'm healing my body from the inside out. I, I just am. I've just made that hardcore decision. Yeah. And um, it means saying no to certain things, or it means if, um, you know, we go out to eat being really picky, that's mm -hmm. okay. It's fine. It's, it's your okay. body. It's my, <laughs> that's right. It's my body. Yeah. If I want to have a rib, I have a rib, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> I just had one. <laughs> I know you did. I know. I made that choice. Yes. But, but God's good in the respects that I've identified the problem. Now it's time to eradicate it. And it, I know that it was through the Holy Spirit that, cause I, I walked away and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do all the things the doctor said. Mm -hmm. And I had this Holy Spirit epiphany that all of a sudden the word inflammation rang in my ears. And yeah. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. wait, they all said inflammation. My back hurts because of inflammation in yes. the joints. I mean, I can, I could go on and on about it all day long, to be honest with you, because it's like a new lease on life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you find out how to heal your body yeah naturally there's nothing yeah. better there's yeah. nothing better and the pharmaceutical companies don't and the doctors that work with the pharmaceutical companies don't want you to get a hold of this information just gonna be true mm -mm. yeah they it just seems to me that our uh hospitals and our doctors it just seems like they're just trying to keep records of everybody you know like what they're taking and what their you know their problems and it's yeah. almost as if they're setting us up for cancer or something. I don't know. It's just kind of degenerative mm -hmm. thing. So I, I personally, you know, I personally go more the natural route for my own personal mm -hmm. life. Uh, I've seen what um, cancer has done to family members. Mm -hmm. And I've seen what uh, chemo and radiation can do to the body. And I, I just know that that's not the way I would want to go. No, no. Me personally. Me, so me I made a conscious decision. Yes. Yes. About that. So that's just me personally. And well, I, we're on the same page. I've made a personal decision. I'm not going to be one of those people that I got diabetes. So I got to have my left foot cut off. No, no, no. I'm going to deal with it now. I told my husband, I said, I want to live for like another 50 years. That put me at 95. I'd be real happy to go home to glory at 95. So, yeah. you know, that that's my motivation and determination. And we always said on that podcast, what's your why? What is your why? What is and your why? For me, my why is just taking care of what God gave me. And now that I have the tools, we're just going to rock and roll with it. You know, that's right. And I think you went about it all the right way. You know, Thanks. it's you didn't go on this blindly. You hmm. came in with knowledge. And you're like, you know, I know there's something wrong. You didn't ignore it, mm -hmm. which I don't believe you should ignore any issues you're dealing mm -hmm. with. Like if you've tried everything, if you've worked out and you've tried to eat right and you minimize your caloric intake and you did all the things and you checked your thyroid, you checked this and check that and you're still not losing weight, just keep pressing and keep investigating why. Don't yes. give up. 
I, I do not believe in ignoring stuff. I believe no. you, need to, you need to get on it. Mm-hmm. And it you has know? taken me seven years to get this answer, guys. Seven years. I have been to endocrinologists. I've been to my GP. I mean, I have bounced back and forth doctor to doctor and finally have the answer. So that's why I feel like it is an answer to prayer. I know that timing is the Lord. So anyways, that is just a little bit of, you know, addition to that mind, body and soul podcast that we did, you know, our spirit man talking about those things and how it's, it's affecting me, but in a really great way. So I hope that you guys are harnessing in the freedom of your own health. You know, the Lord made us to be healthy, not to be sick. No, he has, he has a plan for our lives. And like Chanda, you know, it's, you got to not ignore your health issue, but hold on and say, mm-hmm. Hey, you know what, Lord, I'm going to give this to you. And I do believe there's an issue. Don't give up. Keep yeah. pressing into, you know, God gave you a brain, mm-hmm. you know, so investigate for yourself and be like, you know, look into things and, you know, don't just see the surface of stuff, look at deeper into it and investigate, Whoa, something's not right. And you know, it's interesting. COVID's a very inflammated, uh, type of disease. It it's is. very, it, it's inflammation. That's exactly what they said at the very beginning. It's all inflammation. Yeah. That's why they said smokers were at high risk mm-hmm. um, because of the inflammation. Heart, uh, heart ob- patients, heart patients, people that are obese, so on and so forth. And so even back then, I had researched turmeric, curcumin. And mm-hmm. so I knew I was like, okay, I know that I need to be taking turmeric to help prevent these things. But God's just faithful. And, and, you know, that, that is the, that's all of it in a nutshell, guys, just keep knocking, keep seeking. Don't stop with your doctor. Don't let them push you to the wayside. while we don't know what's wrong with you. Keep pushing forward and, and question the medications. Why, what is this going to do to me? Um, and that's what I did. I, I was, that was one of the positive things I've learned through this COVID experience Yeah, was I investigated after I saw how many people were dying Mm -hmm. when they Mm -hmm. went to the hospitals Mm -hmm. and the medicine and the remdesivir and all those medicines and stuff wasn't working, but then people started, you know, doing better when they started taking certain other medications, (laughs) like they started saying the horse paste and all that. And I was like, Mm-hmm. Well, there's other ways to get ivermectin, guys, but it, you don't have to take the paste. You know, it's just. <laughs> I will tell you, I have taken the paste, and it just tastes like uh, flowery apples. Is the like it was flower apples? It was yeah. apple flavored. Was the kind? It's like a gel, yeah. um, and it just tasted like flowery apples. I didn't have yeah. any side effects or anything with it. You know, with the ivermectin, but there's other things too. Elderberry yeah. is such a great, great mm-hmm. supplement to add yeah. to your diet to boost your immune system. Yeah. I could go on and on about all of the different supplements that I have researched and added into my repertoire, but we've got other things we want to share with you today. And uh, Jamie, you have just had some wonderful answers to prayer recently. So why don't you share that with us? Yes. You know, it's sometimes, uh things can happen to you. I don't know if anybody, I'm sure uh, some other people out there may have gone through things like this, but uh, where you think that uh, something impossible could be possible. Mm. 
you know, it, it's, you know, you may have a friend or a family member, or you might have, I don't know, grandparents where, uh, you've got an, uh, arguments with them and, uh, or sibling and, you know, you, they took something of yours that you mm. thought was yours mm. and, um, you knew they had had it and you just, you could either be mean about it and go after them and say, ha ha, I know you're, you're the evil one and kind of like siblings and mm -hmm. brothers and sisters fighting. Like, I know you got something that belongs to me and right, just, right. just have a huge argument. Right. Well, uh -huh. instead of, I know for me, I've had a situation where, you know, I, I knew that I had rightfully deserved something mm -hmm. and it hurt me to know that this other person was holding on to something that rightfully belonged to me. Um, and instead of getting upset and weird about it and being like, haha, I deserve this, or this person deserve, I deserve to have that. Mm -hmm. I prayed, mm -hmm. I just went to the Lord and mm -hmm. I'd say maybe two or three years ago, I don't, maybe two years ago, was it two, maybe one, I don't know. It's, sure, yeah. it's been a long time. And I just prayed with my husband. I was just like, Lord, I give this to you. I give this person to you because I love this person. And I know your plans are for them and not against them. And then you're for me, Lord, and you love me. Mm -hmm. And I know that you'll make right of this, not me, because I know if I try to do it in my own power, it's going to be disastrous. Mm. And I don't know if anybody else could testify oh, yeah. about this, but a year and a half later, I get a, a message and it, it came across my phone and it was like, um, I was wrong. And I'm sorry. And I just want to let you know that I'm going to make sure I'm going to make this right. Wow. And I was like, oh, Lord, mm. I just gave all praise to God. Mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. this, this is God. Yeah. This has nothing to do with anything else, but that I trusted in God. This was a test for me to yeah. trust God Yeah. because my flesh mm -hmm. is weak. Mm -hmm. It's so weak, Chana. And, but I, I also have my husband to encourage me and you courage. I, I just had so many people in my, in my corner just to say, just trust God, just trust God, just trust God. And you know mm -hmm. what, y'all, I have to tell you, if you wait on the Lord and you're obedient to him and don't take matters in your own hands, I promise you, just as I have gone through what I've gone through, the Lord hears your prayers and he's going to make good of it for your, your life. And he's going to make it good. Mm -hmm. He's going to make it right. But it's yeah. really about you and your relationship with God. Really bottom line, no mm -hmm. matter when a circumstance, when a fiery arrow comes your way, it's, it's at that moment. What are you going to do when that arrow comes? Mm -hmm. Are you going you to respond. react? Yeah. Are you going to go to God? Or are you going to take matters in your own hands? Mm -hmm. And I promise you, if you take matters in your own hands, it ain't going to turn out pretty. Oh, you're going to regret it, you know, forever. When you, when you get yourself, the flesh self involved and uh, you're so right. We have to, it's how do we respond at, in those moments where we're hurt, where yes. we're frustrated, we're angry. Yes. And uh, he, he knows that and he's okay with that. Uh, which I mean, just to know that, cause I obviously know the details of this prayer 
and how God has just intervened. It is a miracle. It's him. Yes. It's out of the blue. When you yes. least expect it, he shows up. Yes. And so I'm excited. It is definitely all glory to him. Yes, it is all glory. And that's now. why I refuse to get involved in certain things. Yes. Because if there's an issue and Chanda gets involved and it gets fixed, then who's going to get the glory? Chanda, Chanda, not the Lord. Yes. And so I say, no, my hands are off this situation, Father. It's up to you. And that's exactly what you did. You just Yes, I did. It. And you didn't I had come, back, come back beaten on it. And, you know, like he hadn't heard no. you, you left it with him to work it out. He wanted me to move on. He was like, I'm you on. know, sweetie, he was like, cause you saw how it broke me. Yeah. You saw it. My husband saw it. Mm -hmm. My, you know, everybody saw that I was hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, I was so hurt. And, um, but God didn't want me to stay like that. You know what? I know if my mom and dad were still alive, they wouldn't want me to be that way. No, no. They wouldn't want me to be that way. They would want me to move on with my life Absolutely. and say, you know what, sweetie, it's time to move on because I have other plans. We have the kingdom of God at hand here. Yes. <laughs> we have so much more for you, sweetie. So hang on, get back on the horse and ride and wrangle and move <laughs> forward because my plans are for you, not against you move on. And that's, that's right. Been, that has been my theme actually mm -hmm. today has been like, keep on moving. Don't stop. No, <laughs> <laughs> keep on moving. <laughs> She's always got to get a song in there. No, but you're right. You know, you have to move on. I, we were talking earlier about just how we've, we've met individuals that have chosen to, and I think I've said it, they camp out in the Valley. They stay in the pit. You know what? People offer them a rope, hanging down a rope. They offer ladders. Come on, climb on out of that pit. And they choose not to use it. They want to stay there and wallow in the mire. And yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm somebody who wants to move on because mm -hmm. I know that the Lord has better things for me ahead. And if I've got my eyes focused down in the pit, yeah in the valley, you know, in the desert, if that's where my focus is, then that's where my mind is going to be. That's where my heart's going to be. That's right. So you have to choose to turn your eyes upward and look to the King and say, that's where my help comes from. That's right. That's it's right. Him. And then mm -hmm. accept the help when he comes to lift you out of the pit. That's right. Don't be prideful. Right. Don't be proud. Let it go and just hang on to that rope. Be like, thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. You provided a rope and get on that rope and ride. Mm -hmm. I mean, get it. But you know what, Jamie, I have found over the years is that a lot of people that like to live in the valley, in the pit, in the desert, they're called crisis oriented people. Mm -hmm. And they do not know how to live without a crisis. So what they do is they move from one crisis to the next. They're always in the valley. They're running circles round and round themselves because they always find a problem with something. And crisis-oriented people look from crisis to crisis rather than Christ-centered people looking oh, to Christ. Mm. And, and you, if, if you're listening today and you find yourself in that vicious cycle of one problem after another, mm -hmm. you maybe need to pause, get off the hamster wheel and say, is it me? Is That's it right. where my focus is at? That's right. And, and my focus is on all the problems, then on the problem solver. That's right. 
Be so, honest with yourself, you know? Yes. You know, God is a God of truth. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants for our lives. He wants us to be transparent, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, you know, when you, how do you, let me ask y'all this question and you don't have to answer me. You answer it later, write it down in a journal or something, mm-hmm. but I'm going to ask you this question. When you wake up in the morning, what are your first thoughts? Mm. What is it that you really think about when you get up in the morning? Are you, are you angry about something? Are you upset? You know, be honest with yourself because really that's where it starts. You're going to make or break the day mm-hmm. if you do not know who yeah. you truly are. Amen. And you have to be honest with yourself every morning. God gives you a new day. It's a gift every day. And if you don't know who you are and you can't reckon the emotion, there's a reason why you have emotions. Mm-hmm. You need to be honest with yourself. What the mm-hmm. heck is going on in your life? Right. You know, are you going to bed? Are you going to bed angry and waking up angry? Yeah. You're going to bed sad and waking up sad. I mean, you know, my husband has this little joke and he'll be like, uh, I, I woke up grumpy because I didn't take her her coffee. He refers to me as grumpy in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the truth is, is it, yeah. there is something it's called yada. And that's mm-hmm. a, the root word for closeness. Mm-hmm. What is your yada with God? Mm-hmm. Do you know of him, but you don't really know him? Know him. Communion, yeah. And you need to be mm-hmm. digging deeper into your relationship with him. So here's the thing. When we get close to God, mm-hmm. it happens through two things. The first one is by reading his word. Mm-hmm. You read his word and you get to know who he is. You get to know his character, but the way you really get to know who God is and God's character is by spending time with people who have a relationship with him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I really strongly believe that tying into what you're talking about is that closeness. If yes. you have Yada with Abba, Mm-hmm. then you are going to eyes up. You're going to look to him first. Yes. Your anger, your sadness, your depression, your challenges, mm-hmm. anxiety, whatever you want to call it, will no longer be there yeah. because you look to him and he is your joy. He is your strength. That's and something right. that I read recently really resonated with me. And I posted it on my Instagram yesterday. And it, it's this quote that says, Someone who knows God and has a relationship with God leaves an aroma for us to want to know God too. Yeah. Lord, let me leave an aroma with the people Mm -hmm. around me that I know you and have a relationship with you so strong Mm -hmm. that they desire that relationship as well. Yes. He is my go-to just like yourself. When something Mm -hmm. is troubling me, when life is tough, he's where I turn. You know, I woke up, um, I didn't wake up. I couldn't sleep Saturday night. I just tossed and turned and I'm like, Mm -hmm. why Mm -hmm. can't I sleep? And the Lord was like, you need to spend time with me. And I was having some challenges because some thoughts were rolling through my head for some various different things that I've been dealing with. And, uh, you know, just a battle that we have had going on in our lives for almost three years. And uh, Mm -hmm. it it was weighing heavy on my mind and my heart. But he said, come and spend time with me. 
And let me tell you, I spent 45 minutes with the Lord, just in his presence, talking to him, sharing all my feelings with him because he's my best friend. Yeah. And I felt such a closeness. I felt that yada, that warmth and embrace in Mm -hmm. that time with him that I wouldn't get if I went and just started blabbing to everybody else about my woes. Girl, let me tell you, yes. And that can be very tempting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that can be very tempting to do that and you know we all fall short we all do we all yeah. go through that but it's you need if you're going to you need to have a good brother and sister in christ that you can talk to but sometimes that you don't have that available and you know god's not short of hearing <laughs> he is so it's available not. to you yeah he is so available to you mm-hmm. and let me tell you you know, I, I think I've also learned is, um, you know, I can change the situations in my life that need changing without fearing, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there could be situations you're in just like food, you know, changing your food, yeah, changing the type of food you eat, uh, exercising, you know, mm-hmm. I know I'm kind of going back to the beginning here, but well, it's okay. so true guys. It's like, you aren't stuck. And I, mm-hmm. I just can't stand it when I hear, and I used to be a personal trainer. You are not stuck at this weight. There are mm-hmm. ways that you can go about losing it. And it just takes time. That's and, right. you know, like for Chana, it, it took some research, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not the end of the story. There are mm-hmm. ways that you could go around this guys. Mm-hmm. You're not alone, you know, but it's definitely, you're not stuck in that situation. You're not. You're not and, stuck. you know, I think that one of the ways that you can experience or get introduced to a deeper level of God is not just through his word, but through his people. Mm -hmm. When you spend time with people who have a relationship with God, you learn who he is and you Mm -hmm. see the characteristics of God. And so there might be a person in your circle that their gift is hospitality. They're just so good at it. They love to have people in their home. They love to host and they're good with the coffee and all the different things that come along with it. But then you might have this other friend that's a great listener mm-hmm. and they just listen. You got somebody else that, man, they have healing hugs and they just wrap their arms around you. These are all examples of the characteristics of God. Yeah. He loves to host us. He loves to bless us with yes, things. He does. He loves to wrap his arms around us. His characteristics are that he wants to listen to us. Mm -hmm. He wants to hear us. But the only way that we can really truly experience that is by having relationship with other people who have a relationship with God. And and I think that that for me, it'll transform you Mm -hmm. because a relationship, a deep relationship with the Lord, rather than just knowing who he is, but knowing him changes everything because you can know him. You can have all of the, man, you could, you could do all the Bible quizzes and answer all the questions <laughs> and still not know him girl. Oh yeah. And I, you, by the way, we really enjoyed all those uh, sessions we had sitting out on your couch, trying to answer those questions. And Justin got a kick out of that. He was like, that was so fun. <laughs> all those questions, little quizzes. It is like we were being so inquisitive. <laughs> yes, it's a regular occurrence. Uh, just for those of you uh, listening, we will go to YouTube and we'll look up different quizzes and then we will t- and do them as a family. Um, yeah. We have our own little quiz night. So we did that. And by one- the way, Chanda is really good at these types of questions. This girl, I don't know where she, she files <laughs> this away in her brain. She can just, if you want somebody to win on your team, you need Chanda on your team for Jeopardy. 
I'm not going <laughs> thank to you. Well, I also want to you. share with you about your experience at your house. Yeah, uh, briefly. absolutely. Um, you know, when he was hanging out with Van mm. and, you know, there's an age difference, you know, mm. there, but Uriah was telling me just how Ben opened up to him. Aww. He opened up to him and told him about how kids used to pick on him in yeah. school. Yeah. And, you know, Uriah is only 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And he said to him, you know, Ben, God's got your back. He <laughs> love loves it. you. I love it. And when I heard Uriah say that, I just mm-hmm. got teary eyed. I was like, you know, Lord, you got a plan for Uriah's life, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and the work that that we've been doing in his life, mm-hmm. me and Justin, mm-hmm. in that brief moment was manifested to Ben. And Ben yes. knew that he has a friend. Yes. And yes. Uriah. I mean, they exchanged phone numbers. They, they were playing eat. online some kind of game a few week, nights oh ago gosh. or something. <laughs> I just was so blessed. And, you know, Uriah last night, uh, a couple nights ago, he wrote in a journal and he had never really did this before. Uh-huh. And he wrote in a journal and he goes, uh, mom, what does this mean? You know, Proverbs talks about bad company disrupts good character mm. and all that. He's just like going through Proverbs right now. And I, this is nothing I prompted him to do. This was his heart. Praise the Lord. Wow. You know, this was his wow. heart. This wasn't me pushing him. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go to church. You're going to do this. And you're going, I'm not that type of person. If anybody knows me, I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. I, I really want my children to see my example. Yes. And be led that way and want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a product. Now, I, God, God loved my mom. She meant good, but she, I was one of those kids that she, you were forced. Come on, let's go. We got yes. to go. And I thank God for that. You know, I'm fine yeah. with that, you know, but uh, for some reason, the Lord led me in a different way to mm-hmm. do things, which is thank you, Jesus. It, it thankfully it worked. You know, he's, he's like that. But anyway, he was talking about bad company because disrupts good character and i think that falls in line with what you're talking about how we we choose our friends yes and you could choose somebody very well that uh might not be walking in step with the lord and um you wonder why maybe you might not be as encouraged Mm. and you know it's true you look at even king solomon and the women that he chose Mm. And, you know, he had all the wisdom. God gave him all the wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yet he chose these women that weren't of God. And I talked to Uriah about that. Yeah. And that's when we got in that conversation about bad company. We talked about Solomon. And see, he has a brother, a half brother. Uh, his name is Brody Solomon. Mm. And, and so we were talking about that. And I said, well, you know, King Solomon, he chose... Um, he chose some wrong relationships and it cost the kingdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It cost the kingdom yeah. and that kingdom fell. Yeah. It fell apart from within. Yeah. So you have to be very choice in the people that you keep company with because Absolutely. it can, it can destroy you from within. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And uh, I, I think, you know, Uriah sounds like he is on the road to being a great encourager and an exhorter. Um, by what you know you you just shared with what he said to Ben and um, but his it's true if you choose bad company you're gonna be led down a whole kind of crazy path you're going to experience the character of the world rather than the character of God 
And, um, you know, I, I think one of the most precious things is that if we start to understand that as we, God wants to yada us just as much as we should want to yada him. So he wants to have closeness with us Mm -hmm. and um, he wants to walk with us through all of our cracks and crevices in life. And um, so if we will just let him do this, let him in, then we're going to begin to realize that there's no place he won't go with us. He will go everywhere with us. He will go through everything. And that means that knowing we will know who he is and we're not alone in every season of our life. Mm -hmm. So that's knowing God in our trauma, our disillusions, our confusion, our pain, our failures, our defeat, but also in our victories and in our blessings and in the restoration. He's there through it all. Yes, he is. But so many people forget to lift their eyes up yes, and they look do. to him. He yeah. is the author and the finish, our finisher of our faith, you know, and um, we both know that marriage is a covenant. Mm-hmm. Yes. Covenant. But there is a deeper covenant, and that's the covenant of God to us. Yes. When he sent Jesus as that ultimate sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And that covenant was so powerful that it prevents us from having eternal damnation. Yes. You know, and so it's like those, you know, like I do, you go through these rough patches in marriage. It can be, that is Uriah, by the way, guys, if you hear that on the podcast, it's not Jamie having some kind of a fit. It's Uriah playing a video game. He really gets engrossed. Oh, you can hear him? I totally tuned him. I guess I can't hear him, but you can like picking it up. I'm sorry. It's okay. You're in <laughs> that is like, Uriah. He's, there. He's, he's in a battle right now. He's probably playing with, no, and Ben's working. No, so. Ben's working, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, in marriage, you go through these moments where it's like, this is just a tough season of marriage, man. Lord, you know, his job's hard. It takes him away traveling. And the kids are at a certain age where you just want to wring their necks. But the Lord walks through uh, those moments with us. So, but you make it through with your partner because there's a covenant, right? You need that covenant. And that's Mm -hmm. what I want to really focus on just for a second is when you took those vows, it was a covenant made before God and man that for better or for worse, for richer, or for poor and sickness and in health, you're going to walk through it together. And you might be having those tough times. Well, it's the same thing with God. The covenant with God is just as strong, should be stronger. You should know that it is stronger. He's going to walk through all those things with you. So you it's notice, about you notice that with the Bible too, that God incorporates marriage Oh yes, with, absolutely. Uh, like he talks about, you know, he's married to the Jews, right? And we're the, you know, we're the uh, branches that are been grafted in. So yes. we're the branch grafted in. So we're the bride, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but the act. Excuse my son, Uriah. <laughs> so, um, but it's so interesting how the Bible kind of shows mm-hmm. the marriage how marriage is a key thing yes yes it's our communion with him mm -hmm. and and it's it's that important to god that it that he uses it as the analogies throughout the new testament you know marriage and the the bride that he's coming back for so from my perspective right now i think that you know if you're in a place where you're in the pit 
Um, you've got to allow the Lord to pull you out of the pit. You cannot stay there. He doesn't want you there. And I said to someone earlier, you know, um, they were telling me just about a battle that they're dealing with and just some mental health things. And I've been there. I I've had it and, it, and it's tough, you know? Um, but I told this person, they said, I'm sorry if somebody didn't understand you when you went through that time. And I said, it's all good. I said, God healed me from that a long time ago. And I have forgiven and moved forward. He has so much more for me than to stay in that place. And then I referred to Psalm 23, walking through the valley. And I said, I'm not going to camp there. It wasn't easy to keep moving forward. It would have been easier to stay put. But I'm so glad that I put one foot in front of the other and marched on out. And that's the thing is that people don't realize that he doesn't want you in those dark, painful places. He doesn't want you cycling from crisis to crisis. And so you've got to learn to let go and let God. I'm sure you guys have heard that before, but stop trying to control all the situations around you and let him do it. Like Jamie said at the beginning, through prayer, let it go. Pray about it and leave it in his hands. Yes, that's right. He's God. He doesn't need to be reminded every day. No, he doesn't. He's, he's got everything under control and all we have to do is rest in him. And that's what he wishes for us, for us to rest in him and not to be having so many expectations, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and we can get caught up in expectations and uh, this has got to be like that. And then, then we're like, so caught up Mm -hmm. in expectations and man pleasers that we forget God. Well, we get caught up in expectations or what we think other people expect of us that we then in turn um, take control of a situation we need to keep our hands off of. Maybe, just maybe God's trying to bless you through somebody else or take care of a situation on, you know, for you. And instead you're getting your little grubby hands in there and making a mess of things and you're robbing somebody. Robbing. Yeah. From being able to do something, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. God's called somebody else to resolve that situation. So, you know, these are just our, our thoughts for today, um, that we are kind of walking through different devotions It's live. This is real life with me and Jamie. This is what we're living right now in our lives. And we want to be real and transparent with everybody. So you guys can hear, okay, they walk through some stuff too. That's right. I walk, Hey, walking through this stuff with my health. I was scared. Yeah. Well, I had to have an MRI a couple weeks back. And that's scary going through oh, that thing. Oh, I, I'm not Talk gonna, about close confinement. Oh, I had a panic attack. I couldn't breathe. I told the lady, get me out of here. And I'd already paid for it. And I'm like, Oh Lord, I got to go through with this. I've paid for it, you know? <laughs> and, um, so Long story short, the woman was very sweet and I, she put a cover over my eyes and put me back in. But let me tell you, I've never talked to the Lord so much in my whole life as I did in those 30 minutes. And so yes. I was like, Lord, just help me breathe. Help me get through this. And he did. He was faithful. I know that he was inside there with me, even yeah, though I yeah. felt super claustrophobic. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was scared. We all have scary moments in our life. Mm-hmm. I was scared of what the results might show. I didn't know. I didn't know what the lab work was going to show when with the blood work, but he knew. Mm-hmm. And I had to rest in him rather than trying. You don't rest when you worry, do you? Mm-mm. 
No, ma'am. And you do you, not. When you think you can fix a situation, you don't rest because you're laying there thinking about, oh, okay, how can I do this? Yeah. Yeah. You got to let it go. I mean, you know, give it to God. Like whenever you're having thoughts like that, just pray and yeah. trust that God has got you. Amen. And he'll get you through it. He'll get you a good night's rest. He'll get you that time that you need. He'll give you the, he'll give you the joy in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, uh, a lot of times it's just, it's just some things that, uh, we're having some boundary issues. We have to let go of some things. You you're taking on too much than you can chew Yeah, and you've got to back up and look at your life and see, are you quenching the spirit? Mm -hmm. what are you doing what's more important to you step back and look yeah and allow god to fill you because if you got too much going on mm -hmm. you got too many expectations and too much of this and too much of that too many programs you do you got to take a step back because that could cost your relationship with the lord if you're if you're not careful it could be good things mm -hmm. so just take a step back and look at your life and know that you can rest in him. Because honestly, that's all Christ wants for you. Is right. he, he says to you that draw close to me. Mm -hmm. You draw close to me. And I will give you the things, desires of your heart. That's right. And he will. Mm -hmm. He will. And, you know, you said something there um, that, that I think is super important. And um, if you bite off more than you can chew, literally, like when you're eating, you could choke on it. Oh, and yeah. then if you choke on it and there's nobody there to give you the Heimlich, you could die. So you've got to be careful you. what you're taking in. And the other thing is that, you know, I read a book by Lisa Turkhorst um, years ago called My Best Yes. And one of the things that she said is, does it interfere the thing that you're being asked to do or the thing you're thinking about committing to? Does it interfere with your relationship with the Lord? If the answer is yes to that question, then your answer should be no, no. to whatever you're being asked to do. That's right. So it's learning yes. to give the best yes. The other things where if it affects your finances or your relationship with your family, you got to take a look at that. When it starts yeah. messing with these areas, <clears throat> you got to yeah. learn to say no. Yeah, there, Plus, there's a boundaries. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, anyways, well, guys, we love y'all. I don't have anything else to you, Jamie. No, I do want to say this that I'm I apologize for my my son <laughs> screaming in the background. Like, like me and Chana were saying, this is the real us. Yes. This is the real deal, Holyfield, right here. <laughs> we're wrangling in it. So, you know, but it's you know, life I, in the summertime. I mean, that's it's what life we in do. the summertime. He's out of school right now. And he's in there, you, you're getting the full Monty of a 13 year old on his Xbox. So, uh, but that will end soon. <laughs> Mama's like, when does school start? School starts in a couple of weeks. Oh my. We it's, don't I have know. long. No, I think we're the same here. I think it's pretty quick in August here that second week of August, they go back to week. school. Yeah. Yeah. Summer flies by, you know, but um, so what is your, just, uh, as we wrap things up, Jamie, you've got VBS tonight. This is the final night that you guys are yes. there. This is the final night tonight. And, um, we have had so many different themes like God is in control and God is awesome and, uh, leaning on him. So we, we have all these different things they're doing and he's like games that, cause we're doing the wreck. We're the wreck crew. 
we're the rock and rec crew so me and justin we're me and justin have been doing these little games where we pass cotton balls in a bowl and they have to use the end of the spoon they can't use their hands or their feet they gotta put it in their mouth and And they gotta dip in and then drop the cotton ball into the next person so it looks so oh cute i'm like gosh. oh my gosh but so hard adults, it's hard can you imagine if adults could would do that they would just they probably wouldn't have the uh i don't know i don't i just think kids just naturally have some kind of durability that you know us parents or adults have but they they did well actually awesome. and uh so we had fun with that so we have another night tonight um and we've been doing some tie-dye and all these great things and just wow. sharing the gospel with these children in our community, guys. And it's just been a wonderful experience. Work. And it proves that when you have a church body, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where you don't have to do everything, yeah, you have hands and feet. Like we're, we're, we're probably maybe the feet right now, you know, doing the rec crew while <laughs> we have another person doing the, uh, the singing. And then we got another person that's doing the tie dye. We got another person doing craft. So it just proves that when the church, and then we have people doing the food. Yeah. So it just proves when the body of Christ really gets involved, Mm -hmm. there's a mission and it's for the children. Yeah. You're you're reaching that community. Did you go to VBS as a kid, Jamie? I know I did. Oh my goodness. I did. And it was during the day. It wasn't this nighttime business. No, I don't know. I I don't know how (laughs) they did it back then, but they did it during the day. I remember I was the same and it would be a week long Monday through Friday. And uh, boy, it was fun. Cookies. Yeah. You'd have lunch there and all Uh the stuff. Uh But um, nowadays they do it at night. Don't they? They, I guess, because parents are working and whatnot, but yeah, both um, parents are at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Society has changed a whole lot since we were kids, but VBS is, is a great place. It is where so many kids have their first encounter with Jesus. Yes. Yes. So you guys are pouring into very fresh soil, sowing seeds Yeah. that there's going to be at least one kid that's going to go. I remember the year. Yeah. And my mom made me go. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're doing a, a back to school bash at our church, which we're going to give up backpacks and school supplies and have a bounce house and hot dogs and all stuff. And we don't have a huge congregation, but let me tell you what our congregation have has is so much love. Yes, they do. And I've they experienced it. Their blessings. Oh, they just, I love them all. Yeah, me too. And they pour into other people. They give, they give, they give, they love, and they serve. And uh, sometimes the greatest reward we could ever get is serving somebody else, mm-hmm. pouring into someone else. And so, you know, I challenge you guys, find a place you can serve in your yes. church. Yes, I do too. Sure. But I, I, I challenge y'all to do that too, because it's worth it. It's, it's such an encouragement for you. And you'll, you'll just get connected to where you feel the Lord has called you to, and be prayerful about it where you yeah. feel called to be. But when you find that church body, you know, you'll know it because you'll see that the word aligns with whatever the pastor's saying. So you'll be reading your Bible and it'll be aligned with what, mm-hmm. what the preacher's saying. That's but right. if it doesn't, if it doesn't align, then you need to run out of the church. <laughs> but, <laughs> say what? Skirt, say, skirt. I, nope, this is not it, but. But yeah, be be mindful of a good body to be a part of. Yeah, and serve. Don't just warm a pew. Do something. You might not be like Jamie and I who uh, sing, you know, up front where other people may see us, but 
there's other places to serve if you're not that kind of person. You know, if you don't, if singing is not your gift, don't jump in there. But, uh, you know, you might be a teacher. You might be a teacher. You might be great at making coffee and just be that person that makes coffee at the gatherings. It doesn't matter what it is as long as your heart's right and you want to do it for the Lord. So get out there, wrangle freedom and serve the Lord. That's right. Wrangle it in freedom. You've been listening to Freedom Wranglers. That music right there is Later Alligator by Shane Ivers, and you can find that at www.silvermansound.com. We also want to thank Goodman Ministries for all of their financial support for this podcast. Now, don't you forget to saddle up, sit back, and wrangle in freedom this week.